0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas, because our help comes from the Lord. First, it is okay. It is okay that Jesus calls people. Clueless? Is that okay? Well, that's what he did. He said directly to the Sadducees, haven't you read? But the answer was already implied in the question because they did not read, and because they did not read, they did not believe. The key to remember is that God is not only a God of the past and the future, but also of the present. Hmm. Next, it's amazing to watch television and listen to the radio and surf the internet and be on social media and discover that people are simply trying to trap or entrap one another. That's what the Pharisees tried to do to Jesus. The biggest difference is that Jesus didn't care. (laughs) He never sought to be everyone's favorite. He never sought to receive the approval from others. The scripture teaches that he didn't even look at faces. What does that mean? And finally, we talked about Ananias and Sapphira yesterday and how important it is to be real Christians, but there's another danger alongside of this. It's trumpeting ourselves in a fleshly, self-promotional way. Too often, this is because of pride and arrogance, the same sin that was in the garden. Do this and people will be so impressed with you, you'll be like God. It was a lie then, it's a lie now. There is only one, and we are not it. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanity is an oivey. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at org. You can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And then you can also call us, 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and then you will be...
1: Save.
0: I can't i just can't get over how funny it is i'm sorry uh here's the bottom line it's not professional radio <laughs> we just proved that just now right now uh, it's just radio it's a cross between steve martin sean hannity and focus on the family so buckle up little campers we're going to get into what the bible trivia question is but somebody's been on hold and we want to give him a chance to kind of reach out to us so let's do that this is david who am i talking to
2: hi david this is annika
0: Hi, Annika. How are you? I'm doing great.
2: How are you doing?
0: I'm doing so much better. Just, I gotta. Just being done with school for the year is like somebody took fifty pounds off of my head and put it to the side. <laughs> I'm just like, praise you're the Lord. You're amazing. Yeah. All the
2: stuff you're doing at one time just, yeah. <laughs> just wears me out thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I'm just blessed that I'm, I, I'm not. Any thinner, but I feel thinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very good. Well, I had a comment. Sure. Um, you were just talking about how, if you, you know, you can have, like, just a fraction of the belief of what it says in the Word. And I had an incident, and again, I, I so get the Hebrews when God did all these miracles, and then they forget, because this was recently brought. Rebrought to mind about an incident that had happened to me just um, a few years ago. Um, I I had some great music on. It might have been sunshine on a on a cloudy day or something. But <laughs> I was dancing with the cat in my joy, and as I was dancing, I swung around and my foot went right towards a solid steel table leg, and. In that split second where you know it's going to happen, you know the impact's about to happen, I purposed in my mind I was going to believe God that I had his shalom peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. And as my foot hit solidly, you know, barefooted into that steel table leg, I purposed that I wasn't going to give away to any of my typical worldly thoughts of, oh my God, you know, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to this, da, da, da. And, and I'm a very analytical type. But I kept telling myself, no, this is what God says. I'm not going to even look at it. I'm going to just put the cat down and I'm going to be fine. I refused to look at it for days. I would not look, I had no pain. I I just totally would not give in, and so um, I never had a problem from it. I never wow. broke anything, which to me is a miracle. Absolutely. I, mean, I you know, but all that to say, that was my walking on the water moment, and it actually happened. And I was like, and then you forget, and I'm like, I look back and I go, wow, how dumb, because. I guess what I'm trying to share is, is if we could all just practice that every moment of, no, I'm going to take control of every thought.
1: Yeah, if
0: you're gonna, if you, if you can stay in and maintain that higher level of faith. There is so many more things that would be opened up. You'd just be—people would be amazed. And what, the, what you, when you were sharing, it reminds me of, of that passage Jesus said, which I think people misunderstood. He said, according to your faith, so be it. He didn't say, according to your faith, if it's always something good. He said, according to your faith, so be it. And sometimes people do exactly what you did, and they, they have the strong belief for everything bad is going to happen. And it does. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, that's amazing. But it's more amazing if we could just just exactly what you said, stay on top or stay in it versus, you know, forgetting and then going, well, what have you done for me lately, you know, kind of attitude. It's like. Exactly. It, exactly. And, and the
2: sight. See, that's the thing, too, is, you know, I know that's a solid iron table leg. I know from past experiences in the world. What I can anticipate, and it's like no, 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 no. You got to erase all that.
0: Yeah, that's great. What a great share. What a great testimony to share about that. That's the encouragement of walking by faith and not by sight. And that's
2: well, if we can just practice it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if again, we can do it. exactly, and again, and again. that's
0: exactly it. Really, really well said. And you did a great job sharing that. That was really good, and I hope that's an encouragement. In fact, let's pray for that. That it would be encouragement okay. for some other people right now. Okay. Father, we come before you right now. We know there's other people, and they're in their situations, and they've, so to speak, hit their foot against a steel leg, and it it should be this, it should be this, it should all be all those things. Except when you're in the picture, it doesn't have to be any of those things because you control the universe and our confidence in you, our faith in you, you have never disappointed us. What we do is we drop down in our faith and our belief. Help us to rise up. We only need a mustard seed. So when we're dropping down, we're dropping pretty low. Help us to rise up in that faith and maintain that strong level that through you, all things are possible. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Great share. Good job.
2: Uh, well, thank you for your ministry because I've, you know, what you're saying allows me to build on, you know, what I've gone through and what I'm learning, and then it just gives that extra step up to the next, you know, depth. Of walking in Christ.
0: No, I appreciate that. And we that's what we want. We want to do that for one another all the time. I mean, that's just what we should be doing because it it ain't gonna get prettier out there. <laughs> so, so in the meantime, we better be strengthening one another because of that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah.
2: So good. Amen. Thanks so much and keep it up.
0: All right. God bless you.
2: God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Great job. Very, 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 very good job, Ianica. Really do appreciate that. And that's one of the things that that when you hear a testimony i want to share a testimony uh, it won't be next segment but the segment after uh cuz i want to keep it away from my jokes G- can can anybody say the word cat i know i can anyhow uh but when you share testimonies when you share things even if they're if they're um something that's happened and that a person might be going through that exact same thing now and trying to realize well man i had big faith before but then i lost it you know what's wrong with me and it's like there's nothing wrong with you it's it's actually it's rather normal if you read the disciples they had faith high at, at one point then it dropped down faith high, and jesus would be like he you know, and they were walking with him, so it was a little different, but he would be like, why do you have such little faith? <laughs> it's just like – it's almost like that challenge. And the idea behind that and her sharing is us to grasp – grab hold of that and recognize that kind of encouragement is exactly what many of you need right now. You need to it doesn't matter how many times your foot has hit that steel uh that, that steel leg, you can be fully recovered and never go through the depth of the bottom that you are anticipating if you walk by faith and not by sight. That's why I love stuff like that. It's just anytime anybody put the Lord puts it on your heart, and you want to share something that you're welcome to. And you don't ever have to speak it wisely. I mean, have you heard me talk? <laughs> I can't even get my name right on in the introduction. Just have a good time with it. Enjoy it and bless your brother and your sister. That's the goal that we're, that we're shooting for. All right. When we come back, okay, I'm kind of setting this up. I'm going to tell you a story. I probably shouldn't and I'll probably get in trouble for it. But I'll tell you the story that happened to Noelle and I last night and I'll be telling on myself. Let's just – Let's just leave that there. Okay. All right, great. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
3: Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame.
2: What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this Do you love a good joke that's
0: pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? Hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on.
2: Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you?
0: Do you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question? We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance.
2: And last but not least, do you love some trivia? Alright,
0: we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking
3: to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al.
0: This is Brother Ace.
2: This is Eric. This is Debra. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself.
0: Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. (laughs) That's me.
2: Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770-KAAM. 770-KAAM. Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.
4: What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la,
1: la, la, la,
4: la, la, la. Oh, That is... La, 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 You asked for zany, my friend.
0: Uh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. <laughs> So we being not completely unlike you know Christmas vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth we we got a really big tree slapped it up on the car of course it scratched the car to no end remember I'm Jewish and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday it's got nothing to do with my Christianity. <laughs> I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time. And we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree. And I'm fighting the tree and I'm fighting the tree. And I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the, with the axe wasn't enough. Because I was right there again, holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door, trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces by this point i have decided that christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting christmas presents have created and jewish people who believe in jesus should not be celebrating christmas and i'm crashing and i've got the axe and i'm crushing and i'm gonna get this tree in and you would not believe it but after doing that for 15 minutes i still could not get the tree in the house Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Man Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. I was just telling Captain Chris. So there's a whole, there's a whole other five minutes to that story. It's legendary. I mean, it is pretty funny. I mean, I'm just gonna say, uh, I do say a few more lines about uh, Jewish people and Christmas. Guys <laughs> okay, should be more like Hanukkah Harry. You know, socks, pencils. Keep it easy. Uh, here's your trivia question: In the New Testament, who saw Nathaniel while he was sitting under a fig tree? Who saw Nathaniel while he was sitting under a fig tree? Huh? 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 If you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in 214-210-8483, and then you can send an email at david at org. I will forewarn you that I have been uh, reviewing the material for next week. Uh, I've been doing that the last couple days, so Monday is going to be pretty normal. Then we have our preemption, and then uh, Wednesday and Thursday before the Christmas uh, break, I've got two Christmassy uh, teachings. Two Christmassy teachings. See how I have to say them? Christmassy kind of teachings and I think uh they'll be a blessing and if they're not well I'll, I'll just do the best I can but uh we'll, we'll we'll rock and roll there here we go we do have somebody getting ready to answer the trivia question so let's move it on over this is David whom am I talking to Hey,
3: heyshalo David it's your friend
0: hey brother how are you uh, doing good.
3: That's better well, than a poke well, actually, in the eye, right? <laughs> actually, the, the truth is, uh, pray for me. I'm just feeling a little anxious. Okay. Don't let, yeah, ex- the, don't let anxiety beat you. Because we are trying to go uh, to celebrate the Christmas with my in-laws. However, my brother-in-law met somebody who had the COVID. So now it's just, uh, we need to be careful. Either we just go or just stay home. Uh, so you yeah. don't want to go and be stuck in Indiana.
0: <laughs> well, number one, no matter what, regardless of COVID, you don't want to be stuck in Indiana. Okay, I'm just saying that. Okay, And being from Michigan, I could say that all day long. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just fine. The The other two is make sure that you and your wife are in agreement. That, I mean, this is how we yeah. do it. And I'm going to actually talk about this in say second. But make sure you're in agreement with your wife that both of you are in one mind and one accord, and then do that together. And if everybody else doesn't like it, that's sad. But you guys need to be a unit, and that's what counts. All yeah. Right? That's the way to go about it, regardless of what mom, dad, sister, brother, or whatever, I think that's always the right way to do that. All right, so trivia question, my brother. And uh, uh-huh. you should know this. I know you know this. In the New Testament, who saw Nathaniel while he was sitting under the fig tree. I think it
3: was a mountain dew. Oh, I mean, Andrew.
0: (laughs) Give me the bigger picture. Who's the big dude who saw him?
3: Oh, Jesus! Yes!
0: Yes! Yes! Correctamundo! That's it. It was Jesus. So Jesus saw him under the fig tree before they met. And do you remember what Nathaniel said? I mentioned this the other day. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? What a nice line that was. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me pray for you real quick for the anxiety, okay? Sure. All right, let's do it. Father, we come before you right now and lift up our brother to you and his family and his situation. Everybody's situation is different, and they're going to approach it different. We respect that, and we honor you in that, that you've given people freedom. But in their particular case, we ask that you would grant wisdom that they would have a sense of partnership with you, that they would know how to handle what it is they're looking at, what they're going to embrace, and whether they should go forward or not. Make it affirmed in their hearts for towards one another, and let them make that decision of one mind and one accord in partnership with you. We pray in Jesus' name, and break that anxiety, and don't let it have a foot in their lives. Don't have it a, a spot in their lives. And let there be peace in its place. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen. Amen, hey, my can brother. Can I ask you a quick uh, trivia question? I know you know that.
0: Okay, you can ask me a quick trivia question. Go
3: ahead. Yes. Uh, tell me the uh, name of two people that never had a belly button.
0: That never had a what?
3: Belly button. A
0: belly button. Adam and Eve.
3: You you got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, that's right. They also they also escaped teething. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good job, brother. I right, love you, brother, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas
0: God bless you, bro. All okay, right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. <laughs> just SS folks, just so, so, I still have to do the comedy. Don't get mad. These are This this one thing, I could not not do this joke when I came across this yesterday. You ready? Got the buzzer ready? It's ready to go. All right, ready. This is why. You'll know right away. The smart Alec seminarian. This is why I have to do. How do you not do this? Uh, thought he had pulled a good one. On the final exam, which asked students to delve into the complexities of theology, he simply wrote, only God knows the answers to these questions. Grading the paper, the professor wrote, nice proposition. God gets 100, you get zero. <laughs> That's good, right? Not bad. Right, here's the next one. I got a couple of these. Relax. Okay. Uh, Two pastors were lamenting how small a voice they had in the community compared to the wealthy members. Money talks, said the first pastor. True, said the second pastor. And the only thing my money ever says is goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. All right. That was a short short clap, by the way. All right. This is a good one. After worship, the new pastor was shaking hands with the parishioners when one woman turned bright red and looked at her shoes as she looked at his hand. I hope you didn't take it personally, Pastor, she said, when my husband walked out during your sermon. I did wonder, the pastor replied. I hope and pray he's not ill. Oh, no, said the woman. It's not a reflection on you, Pastor. I can assure you of that. My husband's been walking in his sleep ever since he was a child. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, (laughs) right? That's not bad. Okay. (laughs) No terrible twos for them either, Adam and Eve (laughs) That's another good one All right. uh, so there's a little bit of confession time We'll just do this, just roll with me on this one So, uh, last night Noel and I Now, Noel is my bestest bestest, right? And everybody knows, and I talk very highly about her And she talks highly about me We just appreciate one another But last night we got into a firm disagreement Now, by firm disagreement, it wasn't an argument for us You know it's an argument when we argue because Levi leaves the room. That's the indicator. He's so emotionally sensitive, right, that if we're arguing, he leaves. Okay, so he didn't leave. So you can always tell that's not that bad. But anyway, so we're going through this argument and it's not that I was right and she was wrong. And it's not that she was right and I was wrong. It's not like that. We're just like, you know, I I think it's this. No, I remember it this way. No, I remember it this way. No, I remember it this way. And then, of course, you always get into the little things like, uh, well, you know, you're getting older, (laughs) Right, that's the. I didn't say I said that to her, but anyway. So the point is, I might have said that to her, but the point is, you, you get into that process where you disagree. That's normal, folks. I mean, don't you know? Let's not get in this weird thing like you're in a Christian home, and every time you walk into the Christian home, uh, all of a sudden a hymn starts playing. OK, like that's not how that goes unless you have a really cool automated thing where you walk in your home and then a hymn starts playing. although I haven't met many people that have that. So anyway, we're disagreeing and it's not like we're mad at each other, but we're just like, nope, I see that differently. Nope, I see that differently. Nope, I remember that differently. Nope, I remember that differently. So I still felt bad because ultimately I'm terrible to argue with. Let's just – I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just being honest right? Because I'll pull from, I'm, I'm Jewish, I was trained well, and I you pull from multiple directions. This was one of those things. So I kind of needed to recognize that sometimes I'm obnoxious, and I need to make up for it. And the whole point of me telling you this is sometimes you will do things that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong, but because you didn't have the right spirit going on when it happened, you need to make up for it. Now, by that, I mean this. So Noel uh, found out uh, yesterday that she had to get up at 4 30 this morning because the president of quote unquote the company was coming in because they were doing a remodel and her section was one of the sections that are being remodeled so she had to be at work at six in order to be there okay all right so uh, now i'm already i'm not in the doghouse or anything i just you know feeling like i i could have done better so you know what i did and i'm telling you this for a reason I got up at 5 in the morning, and I sat with her for about a half hour while she was getting ready, right? And I encouraged her because I knew she was really tired. And then she went to work, and I went back to bed (laughs) for at least an hour and a half until the dog said, that's enough out of you. Get up. You know, that was a whole separate thing. The reason that I bring it up is not because – I did something brilliant. That's exactly not the case. (laughs) In fact, the reason that I had to make it up is because I didn't do something brilliant. But it dawned on me that it is okay, or not okay, but it's probably right for you and I, when we're in relationships and we do something that's a little far off, or maybe not as uh, authentically Christian as we generally need to be, that we're allowed to make up for it. And so what I was trying to do was communicate with her, I love you. I'm kind of sorry okay I'm sorry all right I'm totally sorry because I'm up at 5 a.m that uh, I yeah I, I didn't I wasn't like nicer about the whole thing and so whatever happened by getting up at five in the morning last night went bye bye and my point in making that um sharing that with you is simply sometimes we can do things that is, A way to say I'm with you without doing a whole bunch, and that will just make some of the dumber things less painful or less dumb. Does that that make sense? I think it makes sense. Nothing wrong with making up for it with the people that you're around, whether it's parents or children, whether it's family or friends, whatever the case may be. Try that. It worked really good, and I'm going to have to do it more, I can tell. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere.
1: This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us, since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM is the david spoon experience
0: jonathan and david were closely knit and david made a commitment to jonathan and jonathan said i don't i want you to make sure you're not gonna take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids on my family on my uh people and david made that commitment what i want you to get in second samuel chapter four verse four is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of jonathan and he was Crippled, or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't, you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it the the auditorium seated like about five thousand, so it's like huge, right? And he looked at, he looks around at everybody, and then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, what? What? And he goes, you. And, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just hes preaching. And he's a, oh, was he just one of the best preachers? You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. Welcome back to the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KWM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's kaam 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Let's get ready for our trivia question. We are going to do the teaching. I'm going to do the testimony in the next segment because one, I just hit my microphone, and two, that just makes more sense. Here you go. In the book of Acts, when Philip met the Ethiopian eunuch. From which prophetic book was the eunuch reading from? Mm. So that's a straight kind of a that's a straightforward question. Yeah, straightforward. Okay. Uh, in Acts, when Philip met the Ethiopian eunuch, from which prophetic book was he reading from? Uh, let's see. How do you get a hold of us? <laughs> Let me find the sheet of paper that tells me. You can call us at 97... you know how many times I've given this number? Even just in this show, in the last two years and nine months, I've given it four, five, six times in the... Like, 4,000 times. To... I still can't remember. 972-445-0770. No wonder I lose arguments. Uh, also, text 214-210-8483... And then you can send an email, David, at org, as you know. And then we are going to – I'm going to give Chris a second to put the call on hold because we are going to send you the website. And the reason we're going to send you the website is straightforward. We actually have an amount of money we need to reach, and we need your help to reach it. And I don't want to sell my left ear to get it. So let's just go to the website and give, if you can, the website, hemustincrease.org. Website he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Do you like that? I don't want to sell my left ear to get it. That was a good line. Okay, <laughs> somebody ready to answer the trivia? Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to?
3: Hi, David. It's Mary. Hi,
0: Mary. Nice to hear from you.
3: Well, you know what? It sounds like you like that last trivia question was who saw Daniel under the fig tree? Did you say Daniel?
0: No, I said Nathaniel.
3: Did you say Nathaniel?
0: Yes, Nathaniel. Yeah, that's why
3: Okay. Okay, all right, sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Mary.
3: It sounded to me like you were saying Daniel, but I've got I have a hearing problems, so anyway, I wanted to make sure you didn't say nah. Daniel.
0: No, I said Nathaniel, although it could have sounded like Daniel because they have a very similar sound, don't they, Nathaniel, Daniel? Yeah, yeah they do sound cl- similar. All right, Mary, now I know yes. you're going to know this, and you want to know why? Because you know your Bible, and that's important. In Acts, when Philip met the Ethiopian eunuch, from which prophetic book was the Ethiopian reading
3: from? It was from Isaiah, and it happened to be the 53rd chapter of Isaiah.
0: That is correct! And you even added on top of that, not just Isaiah, but Isaiah 53. Way to go, Mary. That is such
3: a good job. Oh, yeah. You answered well, above you. and anyway, beyond. Great, anyway, great job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was quite a character. Well, you know, it's a wonderful story. It's a wonderful, and then the worst, of, the best part about the story is that it's a true story. Yeah, true. exactly.
0: It's not just a story. I mean, it's it's it's, it's the, it it's, happened. yeah, it's exactly, it's real. You know, that's what's yeah. important. Good job, Mary. Way to nail and that he, down. You are so good. You're
3: just well, good you at you know it. what? Just one more thing. The okay. sheep that came down from heaven, when Peter was up on the roof of his house, had animals on it. That's
0: right. They had animals all through, right? And God said, get up, right. Peter, kill and eat. And he was like, "Ah!" <laughs> it's like,
3: yeah, he, even though God yeah. said it, he was still arguing. Yeah. <laughs> good. That was a good. Good, lesson for, yep. good lesson for Peter because he thought... He said, no, 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 we're not to eat anything unclean. And the Lord said, you know, if I say it's not unclean, then it's not unclean. Exactly. But the whole uh, you know what? issue of the problem was that,
0: that Peter that...
3: needed to learn that the Lord came for everybody, for yeah. everyone, not just for the Jews, but for the Gentiles too. And he made him go talk to Cornelia, who was a uh, Cornelius.
0: A Roman soldier, uh, Roman centurion. That's right. Good job, Mary.
3: Okay, well, I'll let you go and I'm listening. Okay.
0: All right. Thanks, Mary.
3: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye -bye. I do like that portion. You did bring up that one portion, which is actually really good. It like, you know, the Lord said, get up, Peter, kill it. He goes, no, no, Lord. And just, you know, the Lord said, don't call unclean what I've called clean. But you just know God could have said, He didn't say, but He could have said, I'm bigger than you. Go do it. I'm just saying he could have done that. Okay. All right. Now, and everybody recognizes when you guys send me texts, I try to get to you back as fast as I can. I just always can't do it during the show. But I love – I've never gotten – I think I've gotten one bad text, and that was a person who told me that I should take a long walk off a short pier. But that's besides the point. Uh, let's do history because we got the history. We got to do that, and then I'll do the teaching. Let's All right, today is National Maple Syrup Day. Works for me. I like maple syrup. I don't know how you don't like maple syrup. If you grew up in Michigan, you would really know what great maple syrup is. I'm just saying because, you know, Canada was close. Uh, (laughs) It wasn't for Michigan. Michigan's famous for cherries. That's a whole separate thing. Christmas Carol Day. It's also National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. But every day in Christmas is really a National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Because at this point, what ain't ugly? (laughs) I don't know. And then you never found that sound, did you? We didn't find. Okay. I was uh, kind of hoping to find this, but it's underdog day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's underdog day. Uh, 1843 in this day, Charles Dickens, Christmas Carol. I thought that was yesterday. They keep making up, uh, keep changing the dates. Uh Okay, two people uh, I know are going to get offended at this Try not to be offended, okay Uh, 1889, The Simpsons Started on Fox Television Came out of the Tracy Ullman show Two years earlier Do you realize how long that is? That's 32 Or is, it, is that 3011? 30, 32 years Wow Alright uh, By the way, the creator, Matt Groening Modeled Bart after his older brother <laughs> That's funny. And then 2003, The Lord of the Rings of the Return of the King is released worldwide. Love those movies. Those were tons of fun. Okay, let's get into the lesson. And then in the next segment, I'm going to share that uh, testimony. It's really cool, and I hope it's a blessing for you. So I want you to understand why Jesus was different than you and me, me uh, in particular, and then maybe most of you. Matthew 22, 15, 16, And the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle Jesus in his words. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and that you teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. I want you to catch something, because uh, for some reason the church feels the need to over answer cultural changes that take place look at jesus he didn't care about anyone's opinion that's what it says and you do not care about anyone's opinion jesus didn't go yes i do no he didn't he didn't he never because he didn't that's exactly right he is true so they said we know that you are true and teach the way of god that's a which means speaking the truth, completely nothing hidden, being real. He teaches the way of God correctly. That's a leilatheos, lei which is the case is according to the fact, and doesn't care about anyone's opinion. The Greek word here literally means does not look at people's faces. In other words, when you're doing radio, I can't see faces except for Captain Chris. Okay, I can't see if your face is giving approval or denial because the only way that happens is by text or phone or whatever the case may be. When an actor acts, they can look on stage and see with the audience if there's approval. Jesus didn't seek people's facial approvals. He didn't care. And you think, well, no, he cared plenty. No, he cared about the mission to save the lost. He didn't care about those who were going to reject in the capacity that he sought their approval. He never sought their approval. He didn't leave live, let me say that he didn't live for people's positive responses to him. He walked at the pleasure of the father. Whatever the father wanted him to do or say, that's what he did. Which is when you'll hear me say, we do it for the author and not the audience. Because I think some of you people are literally some of the nicest people I have ever met in my human journey. But you still don't have a heaven to put me in. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that says that sounds so, you know, harsh or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Okay. If the Lord tarries and I die, you are not going to help me. (laughs) I just don't really know the way to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to catch that, to catch this is why Jesus was so different. It's because he spoke the truth. He said it according to to, to what the truth was, and he didn't seek people's approval in sharing. He just was like, look, I'm telling you exactly what the Father told me to say. This is exactly how the Spirit's leading me, exactly what the Father wants to be said. And then you look at that and you go, ooh, how about us? How about the church when it makes excessive compromises to the world's culture because it wants to fit in? Hey, the church is not supposed to fit in. We're supposed to be separate and holy. Not separate in the sense you never taught to them, but separate as in different and sanctified for the purposes of God. Not just like the world, so you can't tell the difference. Right? Okay. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
4: Moving is hard, it's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait. There's an answer, Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. Men of God Moving is a full service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6-7. Allow Men of God Moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to Men of God Moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless.
1: What is the David Spoon Experience? This is Ray Bentley.
0: Ray Bentley, the man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) On the show, I was gonna say that about you. <laughs> it has been four Woo. years and in s- six months and twenty-nine days since you've been live on the David Spoon Experience.
3: Oh man! <laughs> finally, I'm I'm sliding in under the tag. Home safe. You are finally.
0: safe. Okay, and so I'll tell the entire audience, real simple. Uh, after this interview, you can either blame Ray or you can bless Ray because it was his fault a year and a half ago on February 12th when he called me and said, you should be back on the radio. You Amen. Can all, you, you just point Amen. to that guy. Okay. <laughs> all right, first of all, Ray, I want to ask you a really important question to start everything off with. The time is yours. You determine how much time you've got. It's totally up to you. But I do want to just ask you this quick question. How you doing?
2: <laughs> you know what? I am doing uh, good. I'm doing—actually, I'm doing great. I think these are exciting times. Uh, I I feel like we're in an acceleration of things happening, of God moving, of kind of things that we thought about and imagined prophetically what it would look like, and it's like happening so much so fast with such acceleration, I'm like, I can't hardly keep up with it all. It's just—it's a great hour uh, to look up and to encourage one another. You know, I I do realize there's lots of uh, challenges and these are trying times, but out of the worst of times come the
0: best of times. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KWM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We got to try and get through this. So there's a lot to go through. We will do the best that we can to get it done. Uh, here's the question I'm going to ask you. I'm going to keep it straightforward. According to Revelation 22, oh, the last book in the Bible, last chapter in the Bible, sorry. What is heaven's light source? According to Revelation twenty two, what is heaven's light source? Huh, ah, huh, ah, ah, That's a good one, huh? Huh. Ah, ah, thank you. Okay. What is heaven? Heaven's light source, according to Revelation twenty two. I think that makes sense, doesn't it? That makes sense. Uh, if you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or you can send an email, David. At he must increase.org. I want to read you a testimony that I received from somebody. It was quite a blessing, and I got permission to do it, so I'll be very careful. Uh, this is from Kyle Cooper. So, Kyle, uh, and I will tell you this so you guys can know. So, he, what he did was he, uh, uh, Sent a friend request on Facebook. So remember I'm asking, should we stay on Facebook or not stay on Facebook? And the reason that we want to stay in Facebook is only to make contact with people like yourselves. Okay. We we never look at Facebook for news. You should never do that. That's just dumb. And watch it anytime they do a special, man, those never work out. <laughs> oh, special. We're gonna sell you, you know, nine million this of this, or this for only $1.50. dollar fifty. Watch that. That's dangerous. Here's the bottom line. So Kyle reached out. And asked for a friend request, so I said, sure, you know, as we're trying to figure out what we're doing, so I want to read you the first thing he wrote me. Okay, fair enough? All right. Now, Kyle uh, uh, starts off this way. My man, David. Thanks for accepting my request. I started this profile a little over a month ago. Wanted to let you know that you've been a huge inspiration. Found you on 770 about four months ago, and I asked myself, "How does this guy have a radio station?" Okay, well, I don't. I have a radio show, <laughs> but that's funny. Hughes all joking aside. There have been three instances in the past four months where I've been going through some things, and believe it or not, it wasn't until I was listening to the show uh, and heard exactly uh, and heard you say exactly what. Uh, I was looking for and, and searching out for what I, I was asking for. In fact, there was one instance where I was extremely frustrated and was telling God what was on my heart. And it's as if you just stopped your conversation on air, totally jumped subject, and God answered my prayer through you immediately. My mouth dropped. You even said on the air, you don't know why you said that. I had to share that with you. Use it on the air if you want. Uh, love you, my brother. Okay. Great testimony by Kyle, so I applaud him. Very good job. And I read most of it. I didn't read all the words or so on, but I want you to be aware uh, that happened. That right there should encourage all, myself and you that God can use, and I mean this, God can use as something as dopey as this radio show or anybody or anything else to reach out to you and communicate and connect to you. It should show us. That he is so intricately interested in you and me. He's so devoted and so committed that he makes different moments, divine appointments. And he does it because he loves us. And I want you to catch the full flavor. I was talking to my brother uh, yesterday. I can't share all the stuff that's going on, but he had something going on. Kind of a major, major, right? And he... Called me up or he, he tested me. And I always know there's a problem with my brother when instead of you getting one text, do you ever have that person that texts like 10 times in a row? <laughs> okay. That that's my brother. If he's got something going on, there's like multiple text, multiple texts. So we we chatted uh about it on the phone, and it turned out that he had a pastor who used to be his pastor reach out to him and say, The Lord put you on my heart. You know, I want to know what's going on with your life. He had another person say, "Hey, if you got this situation, let me know." He was talking to me. He was talking to somebody else, and it was like he had like four sources of support, and didn't even realize that what he was seeing was the circumstance, which we all do. And and when we pulled it back and looked at it, he's like, "Yeah, there's like four different places he was getting support from," and it was like, "That's amazing." But see, that's not that amazing in the context of just what Peter and John said when they went into the temple. Children, you men of Israel, why does this miracle surprise you? Why does it even surprise us? God does so many things to reach to us and to speak to us. He is never, let me just say this, he is never absent from your tragedy. He is never absent disappeared from your circumstance. It's never happened. Long before you said yes, God said yes to you. just, Just think about the level of that, the commitment that would take. That means that God looked at my life and in spite of my, (laughs) in spite of my insanities, said, yeah, we'll take him. Is that amazing? Think about how amazing that is. And so I was. Uh, somebody had sent me a video about somebody who had, had an experience in heaven, and I was like, well, you know, I, I like some of those, but some of those are kind of weird and squirrely and da 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 And then it, the Lord was reminding me about my own dream that I had about making it in heaven where God had the king had his arm around me, and he's showing me different things in my life, and here's where you accepted my son. Let me tell you something. God will reach you and touch you and speak to you. The biggest question for all of us is are we listening? Do you remember what happened when uh, the Lord spoke over Jesus? Uh, the Father spoke from heaven over Jesus. And the Bible says that the people thought that it thundered. But it didn't thunder. God spoke. See what? See that right there? That, that right there. Yeah. Uh because what we do is we think what oh, thundered but it's god speaking the biggest question is are we listening and if we're not listening why aren't we listening And what I will say about Kyle and his testimony, it's a wonderful testimony. He's like, he's got something going on in his life. You flip on the radio. Just think of how bizarre that is. You flip on the radio and it's like, okay, wait. Oh, okay. Now, and you're sitting there going, wait a second, how did that happen? I was turning on the radio and there was an answer. Right. When you I know that a lot of people have not read the first book I wrote on uh, Broken for His Glory, but that's what happened to me. I'm driving from Phoenix, Arizona. I went to California and then from California to Colorado and in route to Colorado, I stopped in an Assembly of God church on a Wednesday night. Got to church on time, sat down. Very nice church, by the way. Uh, pretty pretty nice. And uh, they, the preacher was preaching. And if you know anything about good old-fashioned Assembly of God uh, churches, they're not short. <laughs> the service is not short. And uh, he was preaching. His He stopped in the middle of his preaching. I mean, there's 250 people, or I don't know if there's more, but, you know, my brain kind of gets fuzzy on the numbers. But he, he stopped in the middle of his sermon. In the middle of his sermon! And he pointed at me, and he said, the Lord wants you to know you will teach again. Because I had just been asking God for the prior nine hours, am I ever going to teach again? And I go to a church that I've never been to, with a pastor that I've never met, and he stops in the middle of a sermon (laughs) just to go, you will teach again. And then he went right back on to teaching the sermon. I don't know what anybody else was thinking in the audience, but I was thinking, what just happened? <laughs> that That's what I was thinking, because how bizarre is that, right? God will do stuff like that for you often if you will listen. If you earnestly seek him, if you earnestly are hungry for him, if you earnestly have this passion to be drawing closer, the Lord will do things that your brain will go, what, what, what? Why? Because he's a miracle-working God who demonstrates his love on a regular basis. Maybe the bigger problem is exactly what Annika brought up. We don't have enough faith to stay in that place. We have enough confidence that God will whack us with a two-by-four, but not do something miraculous. Like, man, that's a bad idea then, right? That's a bad idea. We need to have a greater confidence, all right? Now, before I finish and pray for everybody, let me answer the <laughs> trivia question because I don't want to miss. I know some of are gonna go, don't forget the trivia. I, I could just see Captain Chris going, don't forget the trivia, Dave. Uh the answer was was that? Did you say he <laughs> just said it? Uh the answer is the great the source of energy, light, and everything else in Revelation 22 is God Himself. God Himself is the is the energy source, which is always true. And in Revelation 22, it makes it quite clear. Uh, You're not going to get a bill from, uh, you know, from, what's what's Texas? Discount Power or something? What's what's those different? TXU. Yeah, it's all the same. See, in Arizona, it was just Arizona. A.P.S. It was easy. Anyhow, so the bottom line is God's always, and that's what he's doing in your life for you, towards you. And if you and I would do a better job of going, that's not thunder. That's the voice of God. That's not this, it's, the, it's God speaking, it's God demonstrating, it's God doing stuff, right? That would be cool. That would be a walk of faith. Now, we only have 40 seconds left, so here's what I want you guys to do. Look for the Lord. Listen for the Lord. It was John in 1 John chapter 1 who said that, that we can see him, hear him, and feel for him. Isn't that cool? All your, if you can see him, feel him, and hear for him, from him. Do that and connect to him. It's the best thing you could ever do. He's got so much to show you and I, right? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 72 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then.
1: The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KWAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.